Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you're interested in listening to the best podcast on the entire planet, stay tuned because it's only going to get bigger and better from here. And before I get started with this episode, here's a brief word from our sponsor. How's it going, guys? It's been a minute. Oh, shit. Keys are jingling. These are Things are jingling. It's been a minute since I did an episode. It's been almost two weeks, and also it's been a while since I did an episode by myself. But I had to keep milking my friend Noah for because for some reason the episodes with him were popular. I had like, you know, like the first time my grandma told me she was proud of me, and I had people listening to the podcast that never listened to it, and it seems like he's a, he's a popular guy, or people just, I guess, were tired of only listening to what I was saying. They wanted to hear what other people said, but... Anyways, Noah's not going to be on this episode, or anyone ever again, because he's dead. He was murdered by O.J. Simpson. So, sadly, you know, Noah's not going to be on the episode. Um, but, yeah, you'll just have to be stuck with me. Uh, he'll be having, we'll be having the funeral for him next week. I'm not going to be going, because I'll have another podcast to record. So, you know, since, since we last spoke, since I last, uh, Brought up some current events. There's been some interesting stuff. There's been some funny stuff. But um, all you really need to know is that the world is going to end. That's that's really the main thing. But oh yeah, um, you know, I've been busy. The, the reason I've been gone, I've been busy. I've been talking with Dana White. I've been talking with Apple. There's been, you know, all these companies, all these media companies and outlets have been, you know, pitching these multi-million dollar lucrative deals to have my podcast be exclusive on their platform, and you know it's it's been tough. It's been it's been hard. Uh, I've I've been invited to all these conferences to decide whether or not I'm going to be, you know, going to Spotify, going to Apple, because the podcast is so huge. I mean, I'm getting like a million views a day um, just on Spotify alone. Getting like five million on Apple. It's it's been crazy, and I have sponsors coming. Out the wazoo. I've I've actually this episode just only this episode because they wanted to test it out to see how much they could, you know, potentially be advertising their product. I'm sponsored. This episode of Independently Minded is sponsored by the Green Giant. So you guys know him, the Green Bean Guy. He wants you to stay healthy. I want you to stay healthy. I want you to be eating a five pounds five pound bowl of. Green Giant Green Beans while you're listening to Independently Minded. I want you to get your vitamins, I want your kids to be healthy, and I want you to be able to afford good quality green beans that come from a can that have absolutely not been tampered with or injected with steroids or anything. That's that's all a joke. But yeah, so use the promo code ZENDEPENDENTLY MINDED when you go to GreenGiant.com to get your green beans and you get 10% off your 10th can of Green Giant Green Beans. But in all seriousness, the you know there's been a lot a lot has been going on. You know I'm gonna be talking about COVID. I know everyone talks about COVID. I'm sick and fucking tired of talking about COVID. I'm sick and tired of talking about the Delta variant, the Omega variant, the prime numbers, the odd numbers, the even numbers variant. I'm sick of talking about this shit, but I have to for two reasons. One because what kind of current events podcast commentary podcast would I be if I wasn't talking about it? And two, I got to milk it as much as I can, make as much money as I can cuz I want a BMW. BMW actually is going to sponsor me. They're going to gift me with one of the brand new M3s and they're going to also 
buy me a studio. They're going to make me a studio out of a a BMW XX4. So you know those SUVs that they make? They're going to build me a studio so I can actually record the podcast while driving to work. It's totally safe, it's totally legal, and it's totally happening. But uh, I'm going to get to the COVID stuff later. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was, so my favorite politician in the world, if you guys have been listening, or if you're a family member, or you're just some random dude that I talked to while I was on an elevator or something, you know that Andrew Cuomo is my favorite politician in the entire world. Him and Lori Lightfoot, they inspire me. They inspire me to be complete, utter pieces of shit, grifting, asshole, corrupt douchebags that completely abandon their state's economy, their city's economy, their... They they have absolutely no care in the world. They have you know Andrew Cuomo had one of the most one of the worst turns of event as far as his career went. People were sucking that dude's dick. They were sending him titty pics and fucking sending him uh, double sided dildos and stuff because they were so happy about his COVID response. And then we find out he was putting the elderly into homes together that got COVID and they were dying in record numbers. And then we find out that he was underreporting the deaths for COVID in his state. And then we find out that he's been grabbing women and shoving cannolis up their ass. So this, you know, from going from signing an, an insane lucrative book deal on his COVID response, getting an Emmy for his COVID response, which was complete utter bullshit, and I'm sick and tired of politicians posting their stupid ass sound bites, posting their stupid tweets, making their dumb videos, and people are like, "Oh, he says that we're gonna be united, so we uh, we we uh, the, 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 we don't have to freak out anymore." Um, and then also he was rounding up the Jews and not allowing them to worship in the synagogues, but then he was allowing Black Lives Matter to go burn down the local Arby's. So there's that. Andrew Cuomo has has been my least favorite politician for a long, long time. I, I can't stand the dude. He's a piece of shit. He's a scumbag, mafioso asshole who he he's such a grifter and he's such a he's such a piece of shit corrupt identity politics asshole that he said he he'd been said talking there are quotes of him talking to his to people in his circle in his cabinet saying we you know we got to underreport these covid deaths or else it's going to make the trump the trump administration can use it against us imagine imagine if someone who if it was any other if it was any kind of other leftist or like god help them if they were conservative or libertarian or part of the labor party anybody other than andrew cuomo anybody that's not a left a left grifting pro corporation piece of human trash like him imagine if they did something like that oh god imagine if if ron DeSantis underreported covid deaths in florida and said oh i didn't want it to hurt my chances of you know running running in a ticket with donald trump in 2024 imagine if that happened People would be rioting in the streets. People would be freaking the fuck out. They'd be trying to kill him, be sending him death threats. They would be calling for the dude's head and his balls on a platter. So Andrew Cuomo resigned, finally, because he, there, 
there is there have been for the past couple of months there have been quite a few women coming out that are accusing him of sexual harassment. And like I've said in the past, I am an advocate for innocent until proven guilty. Even with a scumbag like him, he you know still is innocent until proven guilty. But you know he he just said you know I'm not going to resign. Joe Biden even said. If if it comes if the attorney general investigation comes out and shows that he probably did sexually harass or assault these women, he should probably resign. He said, "Let's wait for the attorney general thing." And maybe who knows? He probably sent out a he probably maybe he sent out a group of mafia guys to go interrogate the attorney general, or maybe he tried to pay her off with some pasta fazool or something, and she ended up not caving and showing that he did actually indeed. There is evidence showing that he did indeed. Um, I don't know why I had to say indeed 12 times, but he did harass these women. So he resigned. There was a funny quote that I read by him. He said, there are generational and cultural shifts that I just didn't fully appreciate. I don't know a time in history when, you know, it was okay to like grab women's asses and kiss them on the neck when like you just show up to a, to a stupid, a stupid, uh, photo op and then you're grabbing chicks asses. When? was that was that allowed in the 20s or something i i don't i don't know what he's trying to get out here he's trying to make excuses but you know he's talking he said everything i've done for this city has been out of love and i'm like yeah i know totally i totally agree the killing of the old people the underreporting of covid the rounding up of the jews you know that that was all out of love the the grabbing of chicks asses the the sexual harassment that was done all out of love new york new york tough baby that's that's what people like to say. There's a crazy uh, story that Yeonmi Park, that's an episode that I, uh, a Joe Rogan experience, and Lex Friedman, I haven't listened to the Jordan Peterson one yet, but Yeonmi Park is a girl that escaped from North Korea when she was 13. She told a story about how when she was in New York, three African-American women robbed her, and she grabbed one of their arms to try to hold them while the cops, while she was going to call the cops, and everyone's crowded around her, they punched her. Um, they, they just basically blocked her off and called her a racist. And I just kept thinking to myself, oh, New York's back, baby. New York is back. I don't understand. New York's a dump. New York is a fucking dump. I don't know why anyone is still living there. Unless you're, unless you're a billionaire or you're Epstein's fucking plumber or whatever. New York is a absolute dump. New York City, at least. The rest of New York, they get a pass as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah. Finally, Andrew Cuomo is resigned, and hopefully we get Lori Lightfoot resigning soon. We should have Gavin Newsom out of here soon, and all those people need to go to jail. That's, But they're not going to. They're, they're going to continue to do speeches and probably work behind the scenes for the Democratic Party, and the Democratic Party is going to love it. So there's that. But next thing I wanted to talk about is just kind of a funny thing that I read. So there, Newsmax, who nobody takes seriously— Actually, people do take him seriously for some reason, but there's also... So Newsmax and One America News Network, O-A-N-N, they are being sued by Dominion Voting Systems because of their their uh, allegations and their... Basically, they were telling their viewers that Dominion Voting Systems were purposely rigged against Donald Trump and for in Joe Biden's favor in the 2020 presidential election. And guys, I've talked about this before. First of all, why does anybody take anything that these clowns say seriously? 
Fox, MSNBC, CBS, PBS, CNN, fucking OAN, are you kidding me? OAN is the shit that your grandma, OAN is the shit that your, your type 7 diabetic aunt who is complaining about her knee operation, who lost her other leg because of diabetes, that's the type of news that she watches and she shares that shit on her Facebook. Why does anybody give a shit about what they say? Because you go and watch that shit and it's the most, it's cringe. Like, I thought Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson and that shit on Fox was bad when you go watch and you turn on the news and they're like, Hillary Clinton is involved in the biggest Chipotle uranium scandal since the 16th century. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, who, who, who's your sources? And then they're like, we got independent anonymous sources. I'm like, okay. Just like with CNN, when CNN was like, oh yeah, Trump, Trump called all the people who died in wars, all the military veterans in the cemeteries. He called them, he called them losers and chumps. And then I'm like, well, that sucks, but who's your source? And they're like, we got anonymous sources. I'm like, okay. All right, your source is Rachel Maddow. Anyway, I've talked about this before. Do the voting systems in America need work? Do they need improvements? Do they need extra security? Yes, of course. I've shared my experience. I'm not going to share it again. I'll just go into light detail and lightly summarize it. When I voted, I voted through El Paso County as an absentee. I got my absentee ballot, and my vote was registered and turned in three times. I only voted once, and there were different answers for for each of the ballots. It got investigated. I was found to not have done anything wrong. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be able to vote, and I probably wouldn't be allowed to talk about it, and I would be in big trouble right now. But what what they had concluded, what the, uh, I think it was the DA concluded, the guy that I talked to over the phone, he told me that, you know, because I luckily I save all my emails, especially when it comes to voting. I have all the documents saved onto my laptop, everything in my email. Um, I've since deleted them because I've talked about it. I don't want to get hacked or anything. But I sent all the emails over, and he was able to conclude, yeah, this process is not, you know, it, it was it was confusing. It was basically what I told him. He looked, and he could tell that it was confusing. He could tell that I only voted once, so I was exonerated for that. Didn't get in trouble. So yes. The voting systems can always get improved. The fact that you people are complaining that you need a voter ID now to vote in a couple states. I have like maybe it's because I'm a military brat and because I'm like a, a rational, responsible adult. I always have like five or six forms of ID on me. I got my my European driver's license. I got my Colorado driver's license. I have my military ID. I have my CAT card for for my job. I have my you know, I have I have a million different things. I have my insurance card on me. I don't understand why people are complaining. But yes, d- the voting systems do need... You can always improve. No matter what system you are, you can always be safer. You're never going to be 100% safe. It's like with washing your hands, with getting a vaccine, with taking vitamins, with using hand sanitizer. Nothing is 100% safe. That all being said, I've, I've voiced my opinion multiple times much to the dismay of of uh, people on the right. But I don't think that Donald Trump lost unfairly. I believe that Joe Biden won. I believe that there are factors that led up to, you know, the four years of constant hammering, fake news, misleading articles, propaganda, that all. And then also, you know, people didn't like Trump's covert response. 
all those factors led up to Joe Biden winning fairly. Is there voter fraud? Yes, there will always be voter fraud. But there's not enough conclusive evidence for me to decide that Donald Trump lost due to voter fraud. So OAN coming out and telling their, for some reason, you know, thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of Newsmax, their hundreds of thousands of followers and listeners and viewers, them coming out here and accusing Dominion voting systems of rigging an election, that's, you know, that's a big deal. You can't be doing that. This is a company that they, they're doing their absolute best, I believe. I truly believe they're doing their absolute best to make the best voting systems and trying to reach and allow more people's votes to be cast and so their voices can be heard. So, you know, they, they're going to get what they deserve. I think also Dominion is, they're, they're thinking about suing Trump also. Because he talked about it. I don't know if he explicitly said Dominion, but obviously they probably he probably did if if they're gonna be suing him, but he can't be saying that kind of stuff, especially with an audience. You, these people need to be held accountable. These these so called news and journalists sites and outlets, they need to be held accountable. In this age of information and disinformation, we need to weed out the bad the bad apples. And there are a lot of bad apples. So they're going to get what they deserve. Hopefully they learn their lesson, but they won't. And people won't learn their lesson either. They're still, they're still, there's someone right now posting an OAN article on their Facebook complaining about how the broccoli was dirty at Walmart. It's, it's a joke. Stop, stop, stop going to these guys for your news, please. I, I'm begging you. So right now, apparently Siberia, I didn't know Siberia could catch fire, but there's fires in Siberia and Greece California's, it's just a perpetual fire. There's never a time when there's not fires in California, but the world, the world's on fire. And I'm just, I just, I want to let you know, if you are not a believer in higher power, you better hope or, you know, fucking shove your crystal dildos up your ass, do whatever you need to do to get in touch with whatever you believe in, because the world is coming to an end. The end times are near. The the end the time the signs of the end times have been repeatedly showing. Pray pray to your God, pray to your God. Get on your good side. Uh, atone for your sins. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. The world is on fire, and um, yeah, the world is going to end soon. So you might as well have fun while you're doing it. But you know, just know, just know that uh, you know we we we've we've had a a good run and I would not be surprised if the world ends. That's that's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if the rapture comes. I'm clear. I'm clear. I pray every day. I'm on God's good side. I think, I hope. I mean, I was, I was named after an angel, angel Gabriel. So I'm pretty sure I'm exempt from doing anything. I should be exempt from paying taxes, but you know, in all seriousness though, um, my thoughts and prayers go out to all of those affected by those fires because they're no joke, man. There's there's been some crazy fires, you know. There was cr- some crazy fires in Australia and in the Amazon last year and the year before in Colorado. You know, Colorado is a place I hold near and dear to my heart. I've been wanting to go to Greece for a while, but even if I didn't want to go to Greece, you know, I'm I'd, I'm not going to go to Siberia anytime soon. But you know, I hope that they can recover because fires are no jokes. They're no joke, and they're they're very scary. So. 
hopefully they can recover and try to prevent these things from happening in the future. But next thing I wanted to talk about. So being here in Europe, obviously there have been, across the world, there have been different reactions and plans and executions for responding to the coronavirus pandemic. So we've had this, this pandemic's been going on for about a year and a half now for us in, in the United, for United States citizens and for Europeans, it kind of hit home literally in March and April. So it has been almost a year and a half and not many things are changing as far as the response goes. So there's new lockdowns. I know in New York, I think they're saying you, you can't be a teacher. You can't work for the government. You can't work for the state. You can't work in uh, the healthcare system, which makes, I guess it kind of makes sense. Um, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, which I'm 100% against, I, it makes more sense. I still don't agree with it. If you work in the healthcare system, you know, we need you. If you're a doctor, if you're a surgeon, you know, an anesthesiologist, if you're, if you're in the healthcare system, not if you're a fucking RN, if you're wiping people's asses, nobody gives, if you're a CNA and you're wiping asses and you're fucking putting people's diabetic socks on, I would know because I used to do it. You fuck you. I don't care. I don't care. But if you're, if you're a doctor or a surgeon, we, you know, we need you, especially if this Delta variant is supposed to like make you grow a third vagina or whatever. We need you in the hospital. So it makes sense, kind of, but I still don't agree with it. But I can, you know, I, you can you can convince me that it's a smart move for healthcare people to, you know, be mandated to get the vaccine. But for, you know, I have the vaccine. I've said it before. I got the two pokes of Moderna, had light side effects, but, you know, I'm armed. Uh, I'm able to go out to eat without having to submit a negative COVID test. I'm able to travel to other countries with my vaccine card. You know, say what you want. I don't give a shit. I don't give two, three, or infinity fucks what anybody thinks about me getting the vaccine. I got the vaccine to protect my higher-risk family members that I live in that live in my household, and so I could travel, and because I'd like this thing to end. But if you didn't get it, I completely wholeheartedly support your choice to do it. I've said it before a million times. I really don't want to talk about it again, but... Mask mandates, to me, are fine. I am absolutely fine with requiring mask mandates. It is proven that masks help. I hate it when people are like, oh, it's not 100% effective, so I'm not going to do it. You're a retard. And when you die of COVID, you know, I'm going to say I told you so, but you're not going to hear because you're going to be dead. The people that were administering the COVID tests, they weren't getting COVID because they were wearing masks. It's not a big deal. I, it's not a big deal. I, mask mandates, they're annoying. But, you know, if, if, if a mask mandate will protect us from having another lockdown or having to, you know, uh, vaccine mandate, then I'm totally okay with it. I, I just, I can't take it anymore, man. <laughs> People are tired of this shit. Last year when it was unknown and people didn't know how deadly it was, you know, how harmful it could be to humans, if it even affected dogs, whatever, people were more willing to listen to the government get stuck in their house for a year. But this time around, people are annoyed. In America, we have, once the vaccine hit like 60%, people are like, fuck this shit, I'm going to the beach, I'm shitting in my own mouth, I'm not going to brush my teeth, I'm not going to put on deodorant, I'm going to go kiss every 
fucking cup holder in the movie theater. I don't care. I don't care. We're vaccinated. We're good. We did our part. We we listened to the government for a whole entire year. We're done. And now, you know, this Delta variant, from what I'm reading, is not killing that many people. But, you know, of course, in the beginning, they said the COVID vaccine is not going to prevent transmission. It can't. You can't. You, there's no such thing as... I can't think of a vaccine that would prevent prevent transmission because it sits... Like, it can sit in your mouth, it can sit in your saliva and your lungs, it can sit in your, I don't know if it can sit in your lungs, but it can sit in, like, your your nasal cavity and you sneeze or whatever, or it's, it's on your hand or it's on a table. It, so, you can still get it, you can still test positive for it, but I know for, like, the Moderna vaccine, which I'm lucky and my family's lucky, it's supposed to arm you, like, 99% um, against the Delta variant. But the Delta variant, from what I heard, is a little more contagious, but it's not killing as many people. So, all all I know, I look at the facts, okay? I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, because, not gonna lie, I, I got a lot of things done during the last uh, lockdown, and I was lucky to have kept my job and have my family keep their jobs. So, I can make it through a lockdown, another lockdown, but... I'm getting tired of it. I'm in Europe. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Hopefully, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be here for a long time. But you never know. Something could happen with my job. My contract could get, you know, the, the contract is up actually for my job this year. It could not be bought by someone and then I'm out of a job and I'm fucked. But I can make it through another lockdown, but I don't want to. And I don't want that for my family members that aren't as mentally strong and mentally stable, which is not a knock to them at all. Everybody's different. Everybody goes through different things. Everybody has different mindsets, attitudes, outlooks, and they, they all have different factors weighing into their lives. And, you know, it. I don't want that for anybody. I don't want a lockdown for my worst enemy. I don't want Andrew Cuomo locked down. Actually, I do. I don't want him touching anybody. Same with Lori Lightfoot. They can be locked down. But... In all seriousness, I don't want that for my worst enemy. It sucks. It's torture. It's against human nature. We're not getting sunlight. We're not feeling healthy. We're not interacting with other humans like we were supposed to. It's in our nature to do that. And also, at the end of the day, the lockdowns didn't do shit. They did not do shit last year. People still got it. People still died. I'm not saying everyone should go lick doorknobs and toilet seats and suck each other's asses, but... Guys, the lockdowns did not prevent people from getting it. It didn't do anything. The states that had the lowest amount of deaths, some of them were, they had very little restrictions, like Florida. Florida right now has a lot of numbers, I think, a lot of cases, but not that many people are dying that I know of. So I'm just tired of the lockdowns. If you do a mask mandate, whatever. Booster shots, that's a whole nother conversation. But lockdowns, I can't support a lockdown. I don't think most people can. I know the people that can like only get off when they're stuck in their house eating eating fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream and watching some crime documentary and pretending like uh, the lockdowns work and shit. The mask sexuals that like wear 12 masks and will continue to wear masks till the day they die. I know there are a lot of people that love the lockdowns because they're psychopaths who have no work ethic and they don't care at all they have zero they have negative compassion for other humans those people are few and far in between if i'm being honest if if 
if I really am paying attention. They're, they they love that shit. But normal sane humans that actually matter, that are worth a damn, they don't want that shit. And COVID, is, COVID should not be a political thing. It is, sadly. It shouldn't be a political thing. Human beings, you know, their, their, their lifeline, their vitality, their, their freedom, their levels of freedom, they, that matters. And now I just, I'm prepared for another long, depressing week, winter, but I hope I can still travel. I hope I can still go to restaurants because, man, it was rough last year. It really was. It really was. And just be prepared for a long winter. That's all I'm going to say. So, so I got a couple more things to talk about. Before I forget, Nas. Everyone should listen to Nas's new album. I think it's called uh, King's Disease 2. So I didn't even know there was a King's Disease 1. I'm a huge Nas fan. Didn't know that there was a King's Disease 1. I think I like King, King's Disease 1 more. But King's Disease 2 came out. Great album. Nas still has it. Nas knows how to stay relevant. He knows how to blend meaningful lyrics, meaningful flow catchy flows, and also, you know, have really good production by, by Hit Boy. Fun beats, fun songs you could work out to, fun songs you could think about, uh, philosophical lyrics, stuff like that. Listen to Nas's new album. So the last couple things I wanted to talk about was so, um, oh, before I forget, so I did read Israel, the country of Israel has some of the strictest travel restrictions in the world which is weird because like nobody wants to travel to Israel right now. I would like to go to Israel one day, but not right now because, you know, do I really have to say it? There's kind of a big conflict going on there right now, but it's just kind of funny, something funny that I read. But So Prince Andrew is being sued for sexual abuse. Color me surprised. There are people that were like really outraged by this, pretending like he wasn't one of the guys that was you know, photographed with Epstein in public. He'd been, you know, he's most definitely a pedophile. He'd been to Epstein's Island quite a few times. Like I said, there's a big list of, I was actually going to, I forgot, I have a list of all the people that are confirmed to have gone to Epstein's Island. I don't think every single person who's gone there is a pedophile. I don't think they all went there to abuse kids. It was a cool island. There was cool stuff. I heard there was some good food and some good, some really famous chefs and stuff. But Prince Andrew is definitely one of the people who was going there to screw kids. He was one of Epstein's buddies. He went around public with him. So so I'm not surprised. You know, hopefully he gets hopefully he gets convicted and he goes to prison because we don't need those types of people anymore, guys. It's 2021. Imagine you can find no matter who you are, no matter how ugly you are, no matter how much of a piece of shit you are, you'll find women. <laughs> Especially if you're a prince. So, I mean, come on, guys. Come on. You couldn't go on Bumble or Tinder or Farmer's Meat or BritishRoyaltyMeat.com or something. I don't know. I don't understand it. It's it's a disease. It's disgusting. And, you know, the guy deserves to be in prison. So, Prince Andrew, turn yourself in, bastard. Go to jail. Go to jail. The last thing I wanted to talk about was a really funny headline that I just read. It was brought to my attention by Andrew Schultz podcast, and I had to read. I had to verify myself, but O.J. Simpson says he has trouble in Los Angeles because he might be sitting next to whoever did it. 
So obviously he's talking about the murder of his ex-wife and his ex-wife's new husband or boyfriend or whatever. Ron Goldman, I think is his name, right? This is hilarious. I, I don't know why this was so funny to me, but either the dude is so jacked up, maybe as CTE, he was a running back in the NFL. Maybe he's actually been able to convince himself that he didn't do it, or he's just a comedian. I kind of hope that he's just a comedian. He needs to be a comedian. He needs to start a podcast. He needs to start a podcast called The Blender, Juice, Juice, The Blender, or something like that. I don't know. That would be funny. OJ Simpson is a comedian. He's a funny guy. His videos he posts on Twitter are hilarious. The DM conversations he has with people where he's like sending them knife emojis and shit. The dude, the dude is funny. This is kind of funny. I mean, I'm not laughing at Nicole's, Nicole Brown Simpson's murder and her boyfriend's murder because that shit was brutal. It was brutal. It, like, if you guys have seen the crime scene photos, it's bad. But this is a funny headline that I read and... That's really it. That's the last thing I wanted to talk about. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Probably not going to. Not not at least as much as the ones with Noah. But like I said, Noah was killed in a tragic accident. O.J. Simpson um, beat him to death with a Buffalo Bills football helmet. So, uh, yeah, my, heart's, my heart, my thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. But in all seriousness, Noah is not dead. He is on vacation um, and I wasn't going to have every episode with him anyways, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for continuing to support the podcast. Please share this episode with everybody. Uh, please continue to send emails to Spotify and Apple, Apple and Stitcher and, and, uh, Google podcasts and let them know that I'm the best podcast in the world. And that I would like at minimum, you know, like a $10 million deal. Thank you guys for listening. As always, stay safe, stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.